do you guys ever find yourself catching up with an old friend over dinner, over drinks, and you're talking about all life things and you haven't seen each other in, a, in quite a while, so you're catching up on everything. There's been a lot of stuff going on with life and kids and families and careers and jobs. And in a moment, one of you says something that feels, I don't want to say profound, but feels kind of like a, huh, what kind of moment where you realize that something that you have always thought and you thought everyone thought the same thing in the same way was not actually how everyone else thinks. Yeah. So that happened to me yesterday. I was having dinner with a really, really good friend. She and I have been friends for decades. And in the course of our conversation, we, I can't even remember now, honestly, who said it first, but somebody, one of us said something about the concept of, you know, I'm better today than I was yesterday, but not as good as I'll be tomorrow. I had to write it down so I would remember. And when whoever of us said that, I started to explain and describe what that means to me and, and how I see that phrase and that sentence. And she looked at me and was like, yeah, that's not at all how most people view that. And I was like, what? And she said, I think you need to, that's your next podcast, Kelly. And so I think that I want to talk about how I view that statement and that sentence. And maybe, I don't know, maybe there'll be some of you out there who see it the same way I do. Let's see. So let's talk about that. So welcome back to the next 23, you guys. I am Kelly Taylor, and this is a space and a podcast that I created probably a year and a half ago now after my divorce. And this is really just where I talk about things that I'm thinking about and things that are happening in my life that are giving me all the feelings that are making my life better, that might be hard, that I might be struggling with. It's really just my therapy session. So, which also dinner with friends is also my therapy session. And I usually feel like I need to bring my checkbook whenever I spend time with my girlfriends because I feel like I owe them <laughs> owe them a uh, hundred or $200 for, for the time together because they are so, so good for my soul. So anyway, I was at dinner last night with this friend and we were talking about this concept of, you know, it's really good in life if you can feel like, okay, well, I'm better today than I was yesterday, but not as good as I'll be tomorrow. And she was referring to it in, in a sense of she's been struggling with her, her, her job and her career. And there are some people at her work that are not great. I'm not going to go into it. It's not really my story to tell, but she's been struggling with her confidence a little bit. And she knows that, you know, she's very different and so much 
better than she was 20 years ago when we first started working together. Um, but she's all, she also knows that she's not as good as she's going to be. And the way she said that and the way we we're talking about it, it was, it was almost like she, like that was a, a, a stressful thing and something that caused her anxiety that she wasn't yet where she knew she was going to be or where she wanted to be. And she was chasing that and chasing that. And I kind of paused and looked at her and I thought, I said, I was like, I don't, I don't understand how you're describing that sentence. I said, to me, this idea of I'm not as good as I will be tomorrow is, is less about causing anxiety or this perfectionist mentality of I have to keep striving to be better because I am not good now. And more about, oh my God, are you kidding me that I'm going to actually be better than I am right now? That's fucking amazing. What? That's kind of how I see it. And, and not because I think I am absolutely perfect right now, but I have learned over the past several years to love where I am right now and anything better that I become tomorrow or in the future is just a bonus. Like just, just, just bonus and hopeful and sort of there's the dream of, of these other things that I want to do. But if I just stay here where I am right now, like that's great too. And so so we dissected that a little bit and just backstory a little bit of her and I, she is very competitive, just like my daughter, like competitive with herself. She, ha she just has that competitive spirit about her and I love it. And she has that drive and she's always very competitive with herself. She always wants to reach for more and, and do more and, and be better and competitive. And so that's great. I, on the other hand, do not really have a competitive bone in my body. So maybe that's why I see this slightly differently. I I don't really compete with myself. I don't definitely don't compete with others. I have never played sports in my life. I am not a sporty person. I I just I'm not. And I if I were to there was a hot minute where I was on a tennis team and for me it was just all fun and for kicks and gigs and for me to spend time with people and, and all of that. And I realized rather quickly that the other women on the team were actually competitive and were out there to play and to win and not just to, you know, goof around. And so it really wasn't the most appropriate place for me to be because I realized quickly that I didn't have the same passion for the sport that they did. So. So maybe that's why I look at this differently, but whether you're competitive, whether you're not competitive, whether you are a perfectionist or not, whether, however you define yourself and your personality and your character traits, I think that there is this element that could benefit all of us in sort of this shift in how we think of where we are now in the present versus where we want to be in the future. And how we define that for ourselves and how that drives 
drives us and, and drives our personality and our feelings, right? So what I mean by that is if, if you can get to a place where you are really happy with where you are in life right now and not saying you shouldn't dream about future things and have goals for your future. Cause trust me, I have so many goals and so many dreams for the future. And there, there are so many things that I am really excited about and hopeful about. And, you know, I don't know if it'll happen, but there's the dream of it happening. So that that's good. That's all really good. But I look at it like it's, oh my gosh, if I can get there, that's amazing. But it doesn't take away from the amazingness that is the present, that is right now. And I try, I'm trying and have been for the past several years, many years, to really focus on my life right now in the present. And I do sometimes go back and compare myself to myself, to my past self. And I do say and think, oh my gosh, look at how far I've come. You guys, I I want to say a couple months ago, I went back and listened to the very first podcast and it was kind of cringeworthy a little bit, a little bit when I was listening to it, just from a quality perspective, from what I was talking about, what I was saying, what I was doing. And I just, I was so excited about where I've come and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so much better now, but I was also not nearly as bad as I thought I was when I started. And I started scared. I started not knowing what was happening, what I was doing, but it was something I really wanted to do. So I just did it knowing it was probably going to be shit. And actually this is a, a, another conversation that I had with my friend also yesterday, a different friend yesterday. I had a lot of good conversations with friends yesterday. So, and I'm just now piecing together that these two things go hand in hand. So earlier in the day, I had lunch with another, another, another really, really good friend. And we, so we were talking about this, our, our work when we first started. And we were talking about how we're so proud of ourselves, our past selves for jumping in and starting something that made us super uncomfortable, made us super nervous. We knew we were going to be shitty at, but we did it anyway because it was something we really wanted to do. And we knew it would help us meet future goals. It would get us to where we wanted to be for future dreams, for future goals, for whatever. And we knew if we didn't start, even starting sucky or shitty, then we'd never get there. And you guys, sorry, Betty White, the pup is right here off camera and over here to the side. If you're listening to this podcast, um, she just fell asleep. So she's dreaming. So if you hear these sweet little noises over here, Betty White, the pup is, is dreaming some fun dreams. So anyway, I digress. So, so my lunch friend versus my dinner friend in these conversations, she and I were talking about just how it, it's really sad when people don't start things because they know they're going to feel uncomfortable in it. And I, I said to her, I said, you know, it, it, it really is sad. If people live their lives never being uncomfortable, it means they're not pushing themselves or taking risks to 
meet a future goal or to dream big and they're just living in this safe comfort zone. And to me, that's really sad because while being uncomfortable is uncomfortable, it's also, if you can think of it as exciting because it means you're trying new things. It means you are going to get better at a thing. You are taking risks that potentially could lead to a better you, a better life, a better a better relationship, a better career, a better whatever. And if you never take those risks and never allow yourself to feel uncomfortable and step into the risk and step into the fear and just do it anyway, knowing you're going to suck and being okay with that, then you're just missing out on so much. And then fast forward to dinner friend conversation. If you are so worried about where you are right now and only dreaming about being better in the future and where you are now makes you sad because you're talking shit about yourself and feeling bad about yourself and saying, oh, well, I'm just not worth it or I'm not ready or haven't done enough or I'm not good enough. And, you know, yeah, I'm a little better than I was yesterday, but I'm still not good. I'm still not where I want to be. That's sad too, because you also have to really love where you are, love the present, love who you are in this moment, appreciate how far you've come and be very nice and kind to yourself and be your best cheerleader because you did step into the uncomfortable from past self to get to where you are now. And that's something to be celebrated and, and praised. And oh my God, if, if there's this hope of being even better in the future, are you kidding me? That's incredible. That's amazing. And I feel like we all have that in us, right? We all have things that we have done in the past started scared, started with fear and uncertainty, learned our way through it, gotten so much better at it, and we're good at it now. And then, oh my God, if there's, if it's possible for us to get even better, that that's crazy, but that's amazing crazy and such good crazy. And that's what sort of fuels the dream fire, right? Fuels this, this intense, desire to dream big and continue to be uncomfortable and try new things and and risk whatever it is you need to risk to get to that next step. But don't do it at the expense of being current use cheerleader. Is that right? Being your current cheerleader. That's what I want to say. Don't dream so much about the future and only think about the future at the expense of current you and being able to just be so good and so happy for current you and current you's best cheerleader. Because that, you guys, if, if, if we can't be our own best cheerleader, then life is going to be really hard. And I, and I, I actually also say that about my kids. So if you can't be your kid's very best cheerleader in their life, then you need to reevaluate. And I'm just going to say it. You need to reevaluate your parental strategy because 
you guys are kids. I'm taking a tangent here real quick, but I'm going to circle back and get to it. But your kids, I don't care how old they are or how young they are, if they don't have a parent that is their very best cheerleader, then that really sucks because they're going to have people who are, you know, they're going to learn that they have people in out in the world that are not going to be their cheerleaders. They're not going to be their fans. They're going to try and knock them down daily. And everybody needs, everybody needs that person, a person that is just their biggest fan, no matter what, and lets them know it. So my little parental tangent is if you have kids, please, every day, make sure they know that you are their biggest fan. Even if they're doing stuff that you have no idea about, you don't care about, you really have zero passion about, it doesn't matter. Be their biggest fan. And circling back, be your own biggest fan. Like, talk great to yourself. Seriously, stop shit-talking yourself. Stop shit-talking your body. Stop shit-talking your failures. And if you're listening to this, you don't see me. I'm doing air quotes because I don't really believe there are failures. I believe there are learning opportunities. There are pivot points in our life. There are paths we take that we might need to backtrack and take a a different path. There might be things that we have to stop doing for multitude of reasons, but that then down the road allows us to take another path to do other things that are just as great, if not better. So make sure you are talking to yourself like you are your biggest fan. And that will make such a difference. And talk to yourself, your present self, like you have just met this awesome human who is doing amazing things and you're so happy to know this human and be in a relationship with this human and this human is yourself. And if you can start looking at yourself that way, then I think you will start to see that, yeah, you're better than you were, which is amazing right now. And oh my God, are you kidding? I might get better. That's incredible. And that's fantastic. And that's, that's the goal. That's the dream. And so, I don't know. I, I feel like I just literally wrapped up three conversations over the past two days into this one 20-minute podcast and video podcast. But I feel like they're, again, you guys, if you've listened to any of my podcasts in the, in the past, you know I'm a big believer that the universe, she brings me things on the daily that I need to know and think about. and. Yesterday apparently was a very big day for her to bring these crazy insights to me through two different friends that I'm literally connecting those dots right now as I'm recording this. So let's sum this up. How do we sum it up? Sum it up. Be your biggest fan. Stop shit-talking yourself. Realize that you in this current moment is amazing because you were so much better than you were yesterday. And oh my God, how amazing it will be if you were even better tomorrow. But it doesn't mean you need to be perfect and strive for perfection for tomorrow. And there's not this flag to to reach and grasp. 
until you can celebrate who you are because who you are right now and today is amazing. Number two, don't be afraid to be uncomfortable. Don't be afraid to take risks. Don't be afraid while you're celebrating yourself to also get out of your comfort zone and allow yourself to suck at things knowing you can only get better at it and knowing that you are brave for trying this new thing that you are super passionate about. And be your kid's biggest fan. Number three, just talk to your kids like you would want someone to talk to you in any given situation and talk to yourself that way too. Love you guys. The Next 23 is produced in partnership with Taylor Street Designs. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also visit me at thenext23.com. Love you guys.